It is National Letter of Intent Signing Day, and it's a bigger day in Lincoln, Nebraska, than it is in most college markets just because, well, that's what, that's, it is the pro team of Nebraska. There is no Nebraska State. Husker fans are wild about recruiting. This is like Christmas Day for them, and so it's exciting for them to see the news and the tweets from the kids who are signing with the University of Nebraska to hopefully make the future a little brighter there. And one of them is a four-star linebacker out of Sioux Falls, Washington, right here in Sioux Falls. Randolph Kapai just completed his senior year. Once again, an all-state first-teamer, surefire bet. Four-star rated by 24-7 sports composite recruiting rankings, the number 14 outside linebacker in the country, and the number one rated player in South Dakota. And he's going to Lincoln to follow in the footsteps of the Farniak brothers and Nate Gary of the last decade, who have gone from Washington to Lincoln. And it's great to have you, Randolph. Thank you so much for your time on a school day. I know it's been a fun day for you. You tweeted out the video the Huskers made for you to make it official. I know that's got to make you feel good. But this was a long time coming. You made your verbal commitment on January 2nd, and we had you on our show here on KWSN when that happened. And so I'm kind of curious to catch up with what, if anything, has changed since then. Like, it, were, how much consideration did you ever give to changing your mind to go to Nebraska since then? Um, there wasn't one because, and thanks to, like, all the trips I took to, like, the other schools, um, those really, like, verify, like, I, like, why I wanted to be, like, a Husker, you know? Like, why I chose Nebraska. So, like, right when I committed, I knew 100% that's what I wanted to be. And I was just I was just patiently counting down the days until signing it, and we're finally here. So I'm, I'm so happy to finally make it official. Having said that, how often did schools, anybody from other schools, try to get a hold of you from January 2nd until today, December 15th? Um... Not often. There's like just a few schools who um like send me like letters and stuff. Um or just text like checking up on me or my family and stuff like that. But yeah, um yeah. <laughs> Did they, they were checking up on you. Did they try to make a big push to change your mind? Um, <laughs> not really, but it's like if they did, like I didn't really um like, kinda like lead them on like some recruits leading up. I yeah. just I told him I'm 100 percent with Nebraska and yeah. So. Um, you know, it, it was a, another tough season for Nebraska. They're two and five. Uh, it, it, this will be their third straight losing season, and so it, it kind of I, kind of just topples on to what I asked you back in January about the fact that this is this has been a struggling program for three years under Scott Frost, and going back to the year before he came there. This is four straight losing seasons. Uh, how much, um, a lot, there, you know, a lot of recruits, especially of your caliber are going to schools that are having a lot, a little to a lot more success. How much did, how much did, did Nebraska's struggling ever, uh, you know, factor into your, to your choice of going there? Um, it was definitely like frustrating because Especially like right when um like our season was done, our high school season was done. I I I love like Saturday like watching like, basketball play, you know. Um, but it was frustrating like all the losses and stuff. But um, I trust in Frost and like I believe in like what he's building over there, and it doesn't just happen overnight, you know. And has like a Husker fan, yeah. 
I know if, if like, it gets frustrating, you know, like customer keeps saying this, you know, but it takes time and right, and it's going to be all worth it once once we find once Frost like he gets like the right guys in there and finally get things going, man. It's going to be finally worth it. So yes. yeah, I trust in Frost. Like I believe in the. Uh, uh, team he's building over there, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to be a part of it. So, well, I must confess, in case you forgot, I am one of those impatient Husker and frustrated Husker <laughs> fans. Have been my whole life. Uh, what What about him? When you say you believe in what Coach Frost is doing, you said the exact same thing on January second or third. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it about him that makes you believe? Um, just the. Uh... Just like the great, like the culture he's going over there. I don't know how to explain it. Like I just, uh, man, I just, I, I just believe in like, I believe in what he's like doing. Um, I don't know. Like I just, uh, I don't explain it. It's just something like deep inside me. That's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't understand it. <laughs> well, sure. What, what is it? Just from what you've seen or heard whatever you've mm. witnessed with your own eyes um how, oh, would, yeah, okay, how, how would you okay. expl- how would you explain that that right, that culture yeah. yeah um and just like watching and from watching the uh, games and stuff you know there is and a lot of us like we talk about being so close you know yeah and if you look back and watch all the films from, like the games and stuff and i think i think there's like probably just one game where we like the house like totally just like lost but like a lot of times it comes down to like doing like all the little things right, you know? And we take back all those little things and we have a way better record than we do right right mm-hmm. now, you know? Mm-hmm. And we talk about like scoring a touchdown but then you have like a holding on like a offside or um just a bunch of like little mistakes that like hurt us a lot, you know? And mm-hmm. just like right now just like doing the little things right and not being ourselves. That would say that would be like probably like the biggest thing. You're you're trailing off just a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you're walking. <laughs> I don't know if you're walking around. Um, just with uh, just the end of what you just said there, I kind of lost there. So, you're, but you're bas- you basically are saying it's just the little things, and they're really close. Yeah. Okay. No, for sure. Um, when, when you watch when you watch the Husker defense right now, what do you see? Just with your own with your own analytical football mind and eyes. Um, I, I, I think I think they do a pretty good job. Like, there's you can always get better, you know. Like it's yeah. football, yeah. you can always get better in like doing like the little things. Again, it comes down to again, it comes down to like the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Like watching sometimes, um, like and just like a few games, especially like the, like Illinois. That one was one where it just like totally like kind of like blew an blew an egg. Um, but like watching like the games and all that, um, like the defense, especially like down like the stretch, they play like pretty well, I would say. Mm-hmm. And they've had like some big big stops um, near like the end of the year. And it's, again, it comes down to like the little things, like um, a guy maybe not being like in his gap or like not wrapping up properly and giving like more yards or. Like a penalty again, yeah. um, or something like missing like a coverage, yep. or stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But it, that's like the stuff you can fix in practice. So yeah. Yeah. How would you describe uh, Scott's personality, both in the way he approaches you, and then from what you know, how he a- approaches the program from a day-to-day basis? That may have that may have swayed you to go play there for him. Um, he's a very 
Um, how do I explain this? Like, he's a very like passionate coach, I would say. Yeah, he's very passionate about football. He loves the game. He loves his players. Um, and he, yeah, I don't know. Just, he's a very passionate coach. What about what about Barrett? We talked about him last time as well. Barrett Rude, the all-time leading tackler in Husker football history, the lead and uh, the linebackers coach right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you said he was a big part of your recruiting process. The type of coach you yeah. want to play for. Dive into that. Why is Barrett the kind of coach you want to play for? Um, because he he's a he. I was like he's like a family guy, you know. And um, after like he would like for sure push me to like be like the best linebacker and like be like the best player that I can be. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be easy, you know. But put my head down, going to work, like. And just do like again, do all the little things right, and yeah. So cool. Uh, w- w- are you going to enroll early and join spring ball? Or are you staying back here in Sioux Falls for the spring? Um, I- I'm going to enroll early. You're going to go down there. What do you? Yes, <laughs> wow. Do you know the day? You know the day you're leaving for Lincoln? Um, I know the semester starts like you like the twenty ever like the twenty first, but I'm going to get like more information. Um, yeah. like, in the coming days. Twentieth or twenty first of December or January? January. Okay. Wow. Uh, why'd you decide to do that? Um, because I feel like it would give me a, it would be good for me, like just getting like a head start, like in like the weight room. Yeah. Um, getting like on like in the playbook, um, and just being on campus like the guys, you know, I think that'd be a big deal. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So. What? Yeah. Uh, how? How much do you correspond with guys who are currently on the team? Um, not that much right now. Okay. That's why I can't. I can't wait to finally get like on campus with those guys, you know, and finally start working with them and like start building like those relationships. So. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, a couple more. Uh, just you have you have an interesting background. You were born in Ghana, but your family is from Liberia, and mm-hmm. uh, you m- moved to Chicago when you were about seven, and to Sioux Falls a couple years later. So you've been in Sioux Falls about nine or ten years. Um, what? Uh, you you came here with your mother and an older brother. What? Mm-hmm. Why? What? What? Can you explain if you can remember what it was like in Liberia and why your mom decided to take you and your brother to the United States? Um, it was pretty. Like as a kid, it was pretty like chill, laid back, and like fun. You know, like going to school, hanging out, yeah. coming back home, playing like soccer and stuff. Um, but it was like my dad who sent for us because um, when I was born, that's when like my dad came to America. So when we finally like had like when it was finally sailed, um, it was like his brother. He finally got like the chance, and he he brought me, my mom, and my older brother to come live with him. So yeah. I mean, how how long was he away from you guys before you guys yeah. moved to be with him? Um, probably since like I was a little kid. Um, but he would he would like come for, like, trips and stuff, you know? So I yeah. got to, like, see him, like, growing up. But it wasn't, like, for a very long time. But I finally got the chance when I finally came to America. Yeah. So. But uh, there's there's some questions there. I mean, that's um, how... Uh, why why did he go? Why did he move? Um, because his brother um, was there, too, you know? Okay. And so we have family, like, in America. But then... It's like we sent for like 
one person and another person like sends for like another person to come, you know? So it's like that. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. How tough was it for you with your dad being so far away most of the time? Um, I didn't really think about that like a lot, like a kid, you know? I was just like, I don't know, my mom do like, I was like my mom do like a good job. Um, and it wasn't just her too. I was with like a bunch of cousins. Um, so I always had like, I kind of live like a kind of like a big family, you know. Uh-huh. Even though like my dad wasn't there, and I had like my my uncles and stuff. Um, my older brothers like helped me out. So, yeah. D- did you want to come here? Or did you want to stay there? Um, definitely come here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why, um, why was, so? Give it because give us a depiction of what it was like to live there and why you so badly wanted to come here. Because like back then, the way this is the way like, everyone talks about like America, you know, like it's America. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah, it's just funny, like, being able to, like, feel like my, my dad and, like, other family here, too. It was, like, it was nice, you know? Um, but it kind of sucked, though, because, like, right when I came here, I didn't, like, know that many people, you know? Sure. Like, I all, like, my friends and, like, like back there, too. So, but it was, it was, like, it took, like, some adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and how did you like Chicago? Uh, Chicago is a, is a good place. Um, but, like, again... Um, probably like thirties, like like the podcast, like the, my podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with like the situation I went down there, um, yeah, I don't know. I just have like I have like good and like bad memories from Chicago. So yeah. What what led you to the family to move to Sioux Falls? It was because of um, bullying and yeah stuff like that. So. I, I I didn't quite hear you. Did you say bullying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you bullied? Yeah, <laughs> um, because I had, like, a, a accent. I didn't really, know, like, understand how a lot of stuff, like, works here, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of, like, discriminated against a little bit. And um, I told my mom, like, she was a cook. I got tired of it, so she touched her sister here, and we came over. So, yeah. Um, why, why Sioux Falls? I, I understand why you'd want to move away from that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but Sioux Falls is a, for lack of a better word, kind of a random, kind of a random place. <laughs> did did, did yeah, they know I, people? Did I they get, how did it happen? Yeah. Um, it was because of my mom had, um, a sister who lives in Sioux Falls. Okay. And I, I didn't even know where Sioux Falls was. Sure. Well, most people won't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and we lived with her sister for a little bit until we got our own place. So. Okay. And how and how would you compare just just life for you after mm-hmm. the bullying in Chicago in Sioux Falls? Um, it's been pretty good, like really good. Um, I like adjusted to being, you know. Like I made like a bunch of new, I made like a bunch of new people, and I was like, like I was like my cousins also. Um, yeah, just kind of talking a lot of new things, and yeah. Did you? It was a lot smoother. Did you get any sort of the same type of treatment for your accent and who you were as you did in um, Chicago, or was it better? It was better because I I finally been here for like a little bit. I kind of understood like how things like work a little bit, you know. And yeah, so. man, that's great. Um, and then when did you get involved in football? Oh man, I got I got involved in middle school. We used to play backyard football um and i was like for like the older kids and stuff and i was kind of like good at that and um my friends seventh grade here kind of like positively like peer pressure me 
Who was that? Who was um, that? Um, like beat up patient and like just the guys I lived around, like the community, like okay. the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, which neighborhood is that? Huh? Which neighborhood is that? Um, East Point. East Point. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's right. It's right by Washington. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we um we so yeah I I started middle school football like seventh grade year and my mom. <laughs> Actually, when we played because she played was like dangerous and yeah, but I was I didn't know exactly like a lot about it. I was just get the ball like run with it and I was kind of good at that. So I, I found a love for the game and I've been playing ever since. Was it an instant love? Yeah. Oh yeah. What'd you like about it? I just love like like the adrenaline. Like I love how it's not easy, you know. Um, it teaches you so much life lessons. Yeah. And like how to like face adversity and like it totally just merits life a lot and just a lot, you know. And yeah, yeah, I, don't know, I just love everything about the game. And it was, did you say you were, did you start as a running back or what position did you start as and how did you eventually <laughs> yeah. get to linebacker? I started, I started as a running back and I played, um, and I played running back until sophomore year. That's when I finally made a change. Mm. Were you playing both running back and linebacker or just running back? I played running back and linebacker freshman year. Okay. And then sophomore year, that's when, um, like, doing all the camps and stuff, I started playing linebacker a lot more. Uh-huh. And I finally got to start um, my sophomore year. And, yeah, just, I loved it. How, I, clearly. Uh, I mean, but not all <laughs> kids love it. Some kids are really good at it, and they realize, you know, football's a good, you know, way out or way to college for them. Um, mm. But, like, but you, you genuinely – uh, love it, and it's. It was linebacker a natural fit for you, and what do you specifically like about playing that position? Yeah, because I get I, I get like the chance to like hit people. <laughs> one more time, one more time. I, I didn't like, quite get you. I get like the chance to hit people, and yeah, kind of like <laughs> let some emotion out, you know. Um, yes. And I don't know. I just, I just love the game. I think it's fun, and like that's why I play. You know, and I would tell myself like the day like it's tough and fun. That's how I'm gonna hang up the cleats. So. Yes. Let's go. Please, please. I hope it. I hope it. It becomes more fun for you at Nebraska. Oh, yeah, we don't yeah. want you. Husker fans probably don't want you to hang it up anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> when you say you, you, you chance to hit people and let some emotion out, um, I, and mm. you know, I, I'm just kind of getting to know you on a very base level here. But when you when you go back to getting bullied as a kid in Chicago. Is, is that part of it? Does that, has that come with some of the, the hitting and the letting your emotion out? Or, or would, would you say you're letting your emotion out? What is that, what is, what is that from? Um, it's a bunch of things. Like, I don't know, maybe be, I'm having like a bad day on Monday. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, it's like a lot of things. Like when I'm on the football field, I just, I feel like it's just like a different space for me, you know? I can like, just really like, express myself if, yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't know what's so different about. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah. Are you? Would you? Are you a guy that expresses himself a lot off the football field, or are you? Are you kind of a little bit more quiet? And your football and the football field is kind of your place to do that. Um, I would say I'm, I'm kind of. Like, sometimes I'm quiet, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm more. I'm working on myself when I'm on the field. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, and 
one more thing to touch on that we touched on in January. I mean, you were voted the uh, student of the year, I believe your sophomore year in the high school. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, clearly you're a nice kid. Uh, you're well behaved uh, and you, you, you treat people well. Um, just wh- how much of that, again, comes from, I'll go back to your, your time in Chicago when it was a rough time for you. Does that, does um, that play into it or is that just who you are? I, I think so, yeah, because, like, just from, like, that experience, I don't ever want to, like, I don't want, like, other people, like, go through that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, and I, I kind of also comes from, like, my mom, too, like, being humble and stuff like that, you know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just say that. Well, Randolph, I really appreciate it. Um, they're not only getting a, a spectacular player, they're getting an excellent dude. And I, um, you, and I, I thank you for your time today. No problem. And uh, safe travels down to Lincoln and getting uh, acclimated, which, by the way, I, I managed to go 20 minutes in the year 2020 without asking you one thing about coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> or what it's, what it's like to you know live through that. But, what, but I'll, I'll ask it because we're past 20 minutes. How, what has that been like as a football player, and, and how do you anticipate that to be as a as a college student? Do you know? Yeah, it's been yeah, it's just been different, you know. Um, especially like as a high school like athlete, we've gone through like so much. Um, and like at Washington, we're a pretty big school, but like with all like during like the season, we had a bunch of, like close contacts and yeah. all that stuff, and we looked like probably like a nine man team, you know. Um, <laughs> we're, yeah, and Coach Evans always talked to us about. Um, like finding like the right pieces and like putting it all together, yeah. and that was how that that's how it was like during the whole season. Just everybody like going like in different spots and um, like not being able to like visit like colleges, you know, mm-hmm. um, or and that's just that kind of sucks. Like especially for like the 2021 like class, because a lot of guys are going to be like making. I, I'm glad I, I I did my visit before like the whole coronavirus like outbreak, you know, but. A lot of guys won't get like the opportunity to like do like their officials and like make sure they're making the right choice, like go to like the right college with like a dead period. Yeah. But it's definitely been different. And like it was just the whole atmosphere of like both twenty twenty, like all we've been through this year, man, it's just been a different year. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got through it. And uh again, thank you for your time and good luck. We'll talk to you again sometime down the road. Right. Bye. Appreciate Randall. it, man. All right, thank bye-bye. you. Bye.